0: jehovah and i'm telling you that riding he's coming and it's going to happen it's going to happen quick now the time to get ready tomorrow could be one day too late one day is going to be too late for some i don't want to be a part of that number i want to be ready to meet him how about you let's give brother samford a good bendel welcome this pulpit again tonight
1: there was ever a time that the redeemed of the Lord need to speak up it's tonight so let the redeemed of the Lord say so I've said it before but it's time for the redeemed of the Lord to do so I don't want to just be a hearer of the word I want to be a doer of the word I want to engage myself I want to get involved with God's plan and program how many is glad to be in the house of the Lord tonight have you come hungry and eager for the word of the Lord that is a lamp under our feet, a light under our pathway. The Word of God tells us that His Word is able to make us wise unto salvation. The world by wisdom knew not God. The wisdom of this world will not give you the revelation that you need. But there is a wisdom that comes when we give ourselves to the Word of the Lord. And uh, we're thankful for the service this morning. Thank you for the kind remarks. Don't feel worthy of them. And uh, I don't know if I need to preach or walk in the Holy Ghost. Which one do y'all want me to do tonight? Any, many, mighty, mo? Hello. We're going to do, do both. Amen. We're going to preach and walk in the Holy Ghost. God's going to help us. He's the one that gives the increase. One can plant another water, but ultimately God has to come behind us and start giving the increase. He can make things grow that we cannot. He can do the undoable. He can do the impossible, the unimaginable, the inconceivable, the irrefutable, the unthinkable, the unbelievable. My God is more than able. Do we have a representation of people tonight who's in covenant with that God that I just talked about? Who's able to do more than we can ask, more than we can think, more than we can believe. In the book of Luke chapter 5, let's turn your attention to verse number 18, Luke chapter 5, and behold, men brought in a bed, a man which was sick with a palsy. Sounds serious to me. They sought means to bring him in and to lay him before him. When they could not find by what way they might bring him in because of the multitude they went upon the housetop let him down through the tiling with the couch, with his couch, into the the midst before Jesus. I got a little tickled there when I read read about the couch. There's hope for couch potatoes. (laughs) There's hope for lazy folks, sleepy folks, uninterested folks. But but that's not his case. He was on the couch for a reason. Somebody says, so am I. (laughs) And when he saw their faith, whoo, there we go again. He said unto him, Man, thy sins are forgiven thee. Almost sounds like hippie vernacular there. Man, thy sins are forgiven thee. He's addressing the man on the couch. And the scribes and the Pharisees begin to reason, saying, Who is this which speaketh blasphemies? Who can forgive sin but God alone? And when Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answering said unto them, Why reason? What reason ye in your hearts? Whether it is easier to say thy sins be forgiven thee. Artists say, Rise up and walk, but that you may know that the Son of Man hath power upon earth to forgive sins. He saith unto the sick of the palsy, I say unto thee, Arise, take up thy couch, go into thine house. And he immediately he rose up before him and took up that whereon he lay and departed to his own house, glorifying God. Now let's get to the sermon, verse 26. And they were all amazed. And they glorified God and were filled with fear, saying, we have seen strange things today. What some call strange, we call supernatural. But for a few minutes tonight, I want to preach about strange things. How many believe it's time for strange things? Mm. They were filled with fear. But in the midst of their fear and in the midst of their confusion, and in the midst of their lack of understanding, they made a conscientious choice to give glory to God. If they can praise God about things they don't fully understand, then how much the more should we praise God because we do have an understanding somewhat of what God is doing and what He wants to do. Give Him praise tonight. I believe there's about to be an outbreak of strange... Things in the house tonight. Oh, hallelujah! Woo. I feel it. You can be seated. Thank you for standing. The word strange by definition just simply means unusual or surprising in a way that is unsettling and difficult to understand, something that is not easily explained. For example, a strange phenomenon. There are, I believe, other words that keep company with the word strange. They're synonymous with that word strange. Words like odd and curious and peculiar and bizarre. Words like weird and abnormal and different. Words like perplexing and baffling, uncommon and Irregular, surreal. All of these words, I believe, coupled together are describing what the people were thinking this day after witnessing this most noble miracle of healing. They said among themselves, the conversation seems to be centered around what they had just witnessed. And they begin to express one to another. We have seen some weird stuff today. We have witnessed something that is unbelievable almost. It's strange. It's bizarre. It's peculiar. It's odd. They're just explaining. They're talking this among themselves. There's something, I believe, that they're thinking about and they're voicing. There's something going on here that, that i got to say that's bigger than us is what they were saying. We are out of our depth here. This is most unusual. This is highly, as Brother the Late uh, Charles Triplett would say, this is highly irregular. You just don't see this every day. And yet the Bible says in this most unusual sequence of events that is unfolding before them, the Bible says, and I believe in giving credit where credit is due, the Bible says they glorified God. Their fear, their lack of understanding did not hold them hostage. It did not shut down their gratitude, their thankfulness. They're worshiping God about something that they don't have really proper understanding to. But I'll say it again if they can worship God and there's a lack of understanding and they're calling the strange weird and bizarre, then how much more should you and I purpose in our heart before the strange begins to unfold? before the supernatural makes its presence felt and known, somebody ought to just go ahead and give God some praise tonight in advance. Somebody ought to glorify the phenomenon that He's about to release into your life, the weird, the uncommon, the unusual, something that no man can take the credit for. I still believe God specializes in things called weird and strange. I'm talking about the impossible. They said we don't fully understand everything that we're witnessing today. And their words was, it's strange things that we have witnessed today. I just want to throw this at us tonight. When was the last time something happened in church that you couldn't explain? something totally out of the box. I went to the pulpit the other night and I made an announcement. I said, you know what? This evangelist is going to get out of the box tonight. I'm just going to lay aside my notes and the message that I prepared to preach because the Holy Ghost is giving me some golden nuggets. It's like little mercy drops that's beginning to fall and register in my brain and God is speaking to me. So I'm going to step outside the box. I'm going to step into the unfamiliar, well no it's familiar to me but it's unfamiliar to some and I gave them the invitation why don't you join the evangelists in getting out of the box in other words walking away from your security blanket and come to an understanding that church has to be something that's more than just something nice and comfortable and I'm going to play it safe and if it breaks out over here more power to them but I've come to preach tonight that I believe it is the will of God that there be some phenomenons, that there be strange occurrences that start breaking out in the house, and as a result, praise reports will come forth. If we play it safe and stay within the parameters uh, of what we call normal church, uh, then we're not going to have a lot to send home and talk about. Uh, but I got a feeling that we're about to witness some strange stuff. Things around here. Uh, it's not the will of God that we can explain every service. Amen. It was so great that day. It was off the charts. It was a total departure from the norm, the usual, the explainable, if you will. Something so stupendous that you can't explain it, but you cannot deny it either. When Jesus healed the man in our scripture reading tonight, the man who was sick with palsy, the people said, we have seen strange things today. Another translation says, we have seen extraordinary things. Things, Remarkable things. Another version called it incredible things. In other words, they were saying, we just don't see things like this every day. They were saying, don't get me wrong, we have good church, but this is something totally different what they were saying, I've never really seen anything quite like this before. This man had a physical disability. He was handicapped. He was paralyzed. But they were so amazed. In fact, uh, their amazement, uh, they're they're bewildered. Uh, they, They don't really know just exactly what to say. But to their amazement, this man is now up walking around they must have thought, I, I've i been in a church service before, but not one just quite like this. What they were simply saying, there's church and then there's this. There's church and then there's church. It's kind of like the time I was leaving and I was going to be gone for, I've said this here, but it just kind of fits. And I'm thinking about my wife too. Man, you got to be good to do that, to be spiritual and carnal. And I was getting ready to leave. And I was just going to be back in a couple hours. So on the way out the door, I give my wife a quick kiss. And she stopped me and said, I think you can do better than that. Thank God. I want you to know I laid one on her. I moved in and stayed a while. I put a one on her. I kissed her. And you know what she said after I got through kissing? She said, now that's more like it. Hello? Some of you just want a long-distant relationship with God. Just a blessing, just a miracle when you need it most. But I got news for you. The Lord is saying, why don't you move in a little closer and stay a while? Why don't you let me love on you? Is there anybody in here that wants to love on Jesus? I might have offended some of you spiritual folks. Hello? But I'm gonna tell you, I, I'm having a love affair with Jesus. Amen? It, t- does anybody feel the way that Jesus is the best thing that's ever happened to me? Ever happened to you? I'm talking spiritual things right now. In the natural, it's my wife, my children, my grandchildren, but I got news for you there is an agape love. And they were simply saying, there's church, and then there's church. There's worship, and then there's worship. Can you say amen? They said, we've never been to church like this. I like this kind of church. You can have the other kind of church service where you can explain everything. But I like the kind of church service, the kind you can't explain. Some call it strange, over the top, uh, out of bounds, uh, unnecessary, but I call it uh, supernatural the kind of church service that can't be analyzed or logically explained it's the kind that can only be spiritually discerned some of them probably thought today's event will not be soon forgotten I think it's the will of God that we leave church saying my God I will not soon forget what just happened in that place I know that individual that got the blessing they were on hard times they were going through a dark valley But God showed up, they came in crippled. They came in limping, but they left leaping. They came down, but they're leaving up. They came weak, but they're leaving strong. They came empty, but they're leaving full. It's been a strange sequence of events. God moved from this side to this side, from the platform to the back door. It has been a strange, unusual time. That's what I'm preaching about. I don't want to forget what God is doing. These people were in shock by what they witnessed. We need a revival of strange things. Amen. Church services where people come in bound but leave liberated. They walk in lost but they leave found. Amen. They walk in sick, but they leave well. On the verge of a breakdown, but they have a breakthrough. They witnessed a the man healed and also his sins forgiven. And they called it strange. What they call strange, we ought to be able to call common. Common. We ought to be able to say, you know what? I don't know why you're mystified. I don't know why you're bewildered. I don't know why you're trying to understand this. Act like you've been there and done that. Act like you felt the power of God before. Act like you've seen miracles before. Act like you've been in an apostolic setting before. Some people look at it and call it strange, but we ought to call it common. I'm ready for the so-called strange to become commonplace among us that says if something out of the ordinary doesn't happen tonight, then somebody didn't pay the price for that service. Somebody didn't put enough prayer time in for that service. Somebody dropped the ball. Somebody quenched the spirit. Somebody didn't run when they should have run. Somebody didn't run to the altar when they felt conviction. Amen. Is this making sense? They call it strange, but I call it supernatural. I call it the hand of God at work. <laughs> Talking about things that cannot be rationalized, in other words, explained, except to say it must be the hand of God working among us. Amen? Consider the demoniac of Gadara, he's bound, he's possessed he's not just oppressed he is demonically possessed up to maybe 3 to 6000 devils that have moved in and taken up residence they're dominating his every move he's living under that awful 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 situation that we call bondage he's been incarcerated At one time, he was probably a model citizen, a good family man, a wife and children. But but I don't know, somewhere along the way, he opened himself up to spirits. And honey, if you ever crack the door, the devil's coming and he's going to bring a whole lot more with him. And the next thing you know, they just keep moving in and keep inviting people or demons just like themselves. And the next thing you know, he's wild, he's out of control, he's living in the tomb among the tombs. He spends the night in the cemetery. I know he's got problems. Who in their right mind camps out in the graveyard? Now I know dead people can't hurt you, but honey, they can make you hurt yourself. You see a shadow and you see a booger and you think something's moving and you heard a noise. Honey, I used to camp out as a child growing up into my teen years, but not one time did somebody in the group say, why don't we just go to the cemetery and camp out? I'd say, hey, I'd probably beat them up. I'd have probably jump. Oh, have you lost your ever-loving mind? There's just some things you don't do and some things you don't talk about. And you you don't camp out but he did why because he's not thinking right he's under the auspices and the domination of the evil diabolical spirits that's making him do things that he normally would not do and say things and go places and I'm here to preach to somebody tonight just as sure as that man was delivered and some would call it strange I've come to tell somebody in here think it not strange that God is not. On your door, and he's come with deliverance. He's come to give you sanity. He's come to endow you with a sound mind. I know he's got problems because he's running around without any clothes on. Uh, I'm dressing that up a little bit and make. uh, Let's just quit mincing the words. He's naked and we ain't talking margaret hello amen some of y'all know what i'm talking hello (laughs) i'm telling you right now this man had issues he had problems he's wild he's out of control his wife's heart has been broken the kids are afraid he's terrorizing the village the sun begins to sit make sure everybody locks their door. There's a wild man down there. Somebody said, I knew him when he was right. I knew him when he was in his right mind. It's a tragedy. It's a tragedy. It's so terrible. What's happened to that man? The depths the enemy has taken him. And nobody was expecting deliverance because they thought him to be a lost cause. But Jesus is about to arrive at that coast. And Jesus is about to set him free. Some would call it peculiar. Some would call it odd. I just can't wrap my mind around the fact that Jesus could deliver a sword like that. But some would call it strange. But I call it the hand of God. I call it supernatural providence, divine intervention. Can I preach to somebody that's got more attachments than a Kirby vacuum cleaner? I want to preach to somebody that's being wrapped around with chains of condemnation and habits and addictions and feelings and emotions that you try to suppress and hide. I've come to tell you I'm not here to con- condemn anybody. The Holy Ghost wants to convict and tell you whom the Son hath set free is free indeed. As sure as he set that demoniac free, he will set us free. You can sink down and try to hide. I'm not looking around and see he's doing that. I'm just preaching. No, I'm telling you the truth. God wants you to know that what he did for that man, he can do for you. Amen? Bound, possessed by legion, one moment. But all of a sudden, it gets weird. It gets strange, peculiar, curious, odd, bizarre. Somebody said, hadn't seen that guy running around here lately out of his mind. Somebody said, You haven't heard what happened? No, what happened? Jesus showed up. Jesus set him free. And I was by there just the other day, and you wouldn't believe what's happened. He's clothed, he's sitting. He's in his right mind. He's carrying on a silver conversation. He's in his right mind. He's got on proper clothing. He's all settled down. He's not nervous and fidgety and all out of control and over here one moment and over here the next. No, you wouldn't believe what's happening. Somebody would probably say, man, I don't know if I can believe that. Uh, That just sounds too good to be true. Strange things are difficult to wrap your mind around because it's not in the realm of the natural or the normal. I'm talking about being elevated to a dimension where what we call strange or others call strange is a common occurrence because in the spirit realm people are delivered. In the spirit realm the sad are made happy in the spirit realm the disease are made whole in the spirit realm the blind see I'm talking about when God waves his hand and God is at liberty to show up and begin to move in a supernatural way some would say I don't really understand that service it does not compute it does not make sense I thought they should have sung that song one more time and somebody else said I think they should have stopped a hundred times ago. Hello, but I got news for you. Whether it's one time or a hundred time, at any place in the course or the song or the sermon, God wants to park right beside you and begin to move the mountain and heal your body and lift you out of the shadows of defeat. One moment he's bound the next moment he is free and they would call that strange and here's the thing about it when they saw the man sick of palsy who was paralyzed when they saw him up walking the Bible says that they said it's strange and they were what? afraid? When they saw this man who had been delivered of the devil, it says that they were afraid. People are afraid of things they don't understand. Amen? That's why some of you are afraid to really dive headlong into this. Because you don't know how far God wants to take you and what all he's going to require of you. So you try to back off and play it safe. I say it's time to turn loose and relinquish your control and your halt and say, here it is, God. Take me where you want to take me. Do with me as you will. Where you lead, I will follow. Because God does not push, and he does not drive people. He leads people. I want to be led of him. How about you? That's right. There are things that are unexplainable sometime, even at best, but, but they, it's impossible to deny them. The people who knew him, when they saw that he was now sitting, clothed, and in his right I know I'm repeating myself, but we sing the song over and over. Nobody leaves. You may want to, but you don't. Preacher, somebody said, I think he just said that in his remarks a few paragraphs ago. Well, if I did, here goes, so say I now again. Some things are worth repeating. When they saw this man who was bound, tormented by the devil, possessed, With evil spirit. When they saw that he is now sitting. Clothed and in his right mind. They were afraid. They were partly afraid. Because I think they couldn't understand or explain. The logistics. The details. Of what really happened. How can such a thing be? A man that could be seemingly. A lost cause. And now. He's a testimony to the delivering power of God. And that's basically what Paul said about himself. I was the chiefest of sinners, but I did it ignorantly. He brought much pain and hurt and sorrow and even death to the Christians. But now, he's responsible for writing two-thirds of the New Testament. A great church planner. Probably the greatest personality in the epistles. Even in the New Testament. But you know what? It's a testimony. It's a showcase to what God can do. He can take trash and make treasure. A nobody and make a somebody. He can take junk and get through with it. It's a jewel. Can you say amen? Something that's worthless. But when he gets through with it, it's priceless. Hello? So I'm here to tell you, think it not strange. The change of mind that's coming to somebody in this house in the next few hours and days and weeks, there's going to be a turnaround in your mentality. And it has been easy to brush it off before, but something's going to pass by you and get a hold of you, and it's going to get a grip on you, and you're going to relinquish the hold that you have and realize that I need to give up my ownership, and I need to turn my heart completely over to God and go... God will do for me what He has done for others in this house. He will do for me what He did for the demoniac of Gadara. He can start something unusual in my life that I'm not accustomed to. How can a man with so many problems change? Is what they probably thought. It was strange. For someone who was so bound to be so free. Amen? Don't have to be afraid of the strange, the unexplainable. Amen? I don't even have to understand all there is to understand for me to glorify God. Amen? If they can glorify God, they don't really have a clue. But, but something there, for them to do that, something was resonating. Something was speaking to them. I got a feeling this must be a God thing. Uh, it must be a God moment. They, they, they didn't know how to respond to it and how to step into it because it was foreign to them. But, 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 but they recognized, hey, there's a higher power at work. get offended to hear these people in the world talk about the big man upstairs. I'd be afraid to address him like that. He's not the big man upstairs. He's Lord of lords. He's king of kings. He's the first and the last. He's my benevolent heavenly father. Now, you want to talk about something strange, the way they address him, that's peculiar. It's not acceptable to me. I can break it on down. You want me to break it on down? Now, you, you, you agree with that part. I, I may touch a nerve, hit a chord on this part. I, I hear people my age and even much younger, and I heard it growing up at school and other places, talking about the old man my old man. If I'd have said that one time, I started to say I'd have found myself getting up if I could get up, if I would wake up first. Now, my dad wasn't mean. But it was never in me to want to address him as my old man. In his face, in his presence, or in his absence, I had too much love and respect He wasn't my old man. It's my father. He's not the big man in the sky. He's the keeper of Israel. And he neither sleeps nor slumbers. There's a lot of peculiar, strange things going on in our world. But God is wanting to release to the church what I call supernatural things that even some in the church may not be comfortable with and may not be familiar with. And they call it going overboard. But I call it wanting God to show up and do for his people what we cannot do for ourselves. It was strange when he turned water into wine. For those guests, he suspended the laws of chemistry. Turned that water into wine. Some of them left that wedding totally not understanding. Some probably even said it was rigged. It's a setup. It was fixed. There's got to be a logical explanation, rational explanation. Amen? That's right. You just keep on trying to talk yourself out of it. Oh, I'm ugly. I'm mean. Hello? You know what he told me today? Can I tell him? He said, it was the will of God for you to be here and not in Virginia. When he said, uh, my God, Sunday night, better look. At, I can't wait to get in this pulpit. Let me at him. Pa pa, 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 Yeah. You carnal folks out there knew what I was talking about. You blew your cover.
0: Bomp.
1: Hello. Hello. We got some stooges in here. But it ain't strange. Call me radical if you want to. But honey, playing it safe and trying to have easy, nice church, it's not going to solve your problems. It's not going to save your babies. It's not going to keep the devourer away from your finances. Can I preach tonight? If we're not careful, we'll try to think and talk our way out of the supernatural. I'm hungry to go to that level in God. I just have to shake my head and say, don't have the superlifters, don't have the vocabulary. I'm lacking in that area anyway, but but what I just witnessed, I don't know if I've ever seen anything quite, and I've seen some stuff, haven't you? Is anybody ready to see some new stuff? Oh, I'm sorry. You've seen it all. Hello? Oh no. He told the Jeremiah the prophet, he said, "Call upon me and I will answer you, and I will show you things thou knowest not." I've got some tricks in my bag you've never seen. I got some toys you've never played with. I got some stuff back here that's waiting for somebody to get hungry, thirsty, desirous. And I'll show you things. I'll break out in areas that's been tied down and locked down and tied up. I'll start saving prodigals that's been on on a road to destruction. I'll show you some things that you have never seen before. I'll do it for you. Let me tell you God can exceed His own greatness. He can come back to the same problem, but this time do it bigger and better. He can finish it. He can complete it. Amen? I'm telling you, we need some radicals in the house. I figure somebody said, now you're preaching right down my alley. I'm telling you right now. And I'm for running, I'm for shouting, I'm for all of that. But what's going to happen when about 20% that run... And 20% that shout. And the other 20% say, come on, preach it. What's going to happen when you're not satisfied to stop there? But says, if I'm going to get up and sweat and run and amen the preacher and sing, then I'm going to step into this and I'm going to connect. I'm going to start believing it. It's going to be more than lip service. I am ready for the hand of God to stretched forth. I'm ready for him to show me things that I have never seen before. Water to wine. Only God can do these things. I know uh, common sense teaches you some things about the law of gravity. Natural law. I read in the Old Testament about a lot of strange things. We don't have time to preach. Well, we've got the time. We just don't want to take the time. Because they already told me out there every other Sunday night. And I've seen two litters stacked everywhere. And I opened the refrigerator early today, and there's subways, and there are some sandwiches. I got a feeling they may be serving after church. I'm, having, I'm talking to myself and I. Me, I am. I'm talking to the Trinity of Carrie Sanford. We're having a conversation. That's the only Trinity I believe in. And I said, man, this looks good. That's right. And I'm standing between you and that. But somebody needs to understand something that lip service is not sufficient. And I'm preaching the great people. I understand that. But I'm telling somebody, prepare yourself for the unusual. See, you can preach this in the positive and not use the negative. Because we start preaching the unusual, the weird, the strange. Oh, no. That's what I thought. Bad things is getting ready to happen. Honey, they're going to happen whether you want them to or not. Whether you're talking about it or thinking about it. That's life. But in the midst of all that sandwiched in between, a bad here and a bad there, God said, I'm getting ready to just... Abs- absolutely turn over the honey bucket uh, and open my treasure chest uh, of gifts and blessings uh, and victories and miracles and healing uh, and I'm ready to give it to my people that's believing expecting something good rather than something bad. No sense no that an axe head cannot float but it did. Don't tell me God doesn't have a sense of humor. God can do things, and then there are times when the Lord said, Wait a minute, let me put a little, give this a little finishing touch here and here and here. And it says the axe head did swim. It didn't just float. That's a miracle. Somebody said, I'm satisfied there. Hello, I'm above board. God's holding me. It's going to be all right. But there's a representation of people in this house that says, no, don't stop now. I want to be a part of the axe head when it starts to swim. I want to go a little further. I just want to see where this thing leads. I just want to see what God is really able to do and what he wants to do. It's not going to stop with some of your family getting in. It's going to stop when all of them gets in. It's not going to stop when God just heals a headache. And thank God for the healed headache. But it's going to stop when somebody goes to the doctor. And the last report said there's a spot on your lungs. There's a spot on your liver. There's a spot that should not... And you go back and the doctor says, but now it's gone. See, the iron did swim. And something that begins to swim makes ripples and it creates waves. And and everything around it from center to center. Conference is affected. Can I tell you that what God is speaking to this house tonight, what I want to release to this church, is going to have far-reaching effects. It's going to influence those in the next county, those in the next community. It's going to go beyond the four walls of this church. It's going to begin to affect people from center to circumference. It's going to go further out, and it's going to affect and have an influence on people. That ordinarily it would not. Is that okay? It did swim. Gideon's 300 man army defeated the much larger Midianite army, numbering in the thousands. Strange thing happened. God said you've got too many. You've got 32,000 But Lord, they've got many more. We're outnumbered. And it was reduced to how many? 10,000? And then 300? And we don't have enough to begin with. And now there's been a reduction. It's decreased. See, God doesn't operate with numbers like we do. Amen? It's a strange thing. Somebody said, we're going to win this victory. Was it not Jonathan who said the Lord can save by many or by few? And I said, well, that preaches good, but that's not reality. Hello? If you had my pain, if you had my wife, I don't want your wife. I want my wife. Hello? Amen. That's right. Because I want to put another one on her. Hello? Hello. See, you laugh and giggle everywhere else. You think this service is less because you get happy? And there's a little comedy and humor? A merry heart doeth good life. And it's clean? It's clean. I got a license. Hello? Hello? Hello, but but you don't need to talk like that here. If you're gonna preach to me, let me preach to you. You don't need to talk like that there. Some of the stuff you talk about. Hello? I'm getting defensive. I'm making a point. I'm telling you, God can save by many or by few. It doesn't compute. It doesn't add up. We don't have enough. But little is much when God is in it. God still knows how to confuse the wisdom of this world. Amen? The numbers matter very little to God. We don't need greater talent. Now I'm going to preach. Boy, here's a good one. We don't need better preaching. Just got that off my chest. Hello. And we don't. This church has great preaching. That's right. We don't need better singing. Amen? The talent's here. The giftings is here. All of that. That's really not the answer. Because in my travels, I go to some churches. You could put this building in their foyer almost. I do preach in big churches, but I preach in. I just go where the door opens. I don't ask how many or how much. I just go. Go go. Kind of like the bumper sticker that says "I owe, I owe, I owe," so I go. Now that's not the only reason I go. It's a calling. It's got to be more than dollars and cents. It's got to be more than a career and a profession. This thing called the work of God, the call of God, is a lifetime commitment. It's a calling. It's a yearning. It's a passion. It's a burden. Amen. So. Numbers. It's not the answer. Talent. Better this, better that. It's not the. What we need is greater faith. In other words, more faith, not less. The man healed of palsy who was paralyzed, his miracle was a direct result. The Bible says when Jesus saw their faith, meaning when he saw their actions. You can't see faith. It's invisible. It's intangible. In other words, when he saw their activity, when he saw their action, that's faith. Amen? I got another good message. Somebody needs to tear the roof off. In other words, take the initiative. Become aggressive. There's a miracle waiting when we do our part. God will do his part. I feel something strange. <laughs> and it ain't just the spiritual part. I'm telling you, there. the enemy would like to. To distract, confuse, bring division. Amen. That ought to really be strange among us. Hello? Hello? I just believe that something is about to break out in this church. I wrote this down for this church. Because I felt it. Things you can't explain, but you can't deny either. I'm preaching to a church that's no stranger to the strange. In other words, the supernatural. Amen? I'm talking about a move of God. And I'm not here to insult your spiritual intelligence. But God is wanting to take this church. And I prayed about this. I said, God, before I say this to the church, I want to know, is it me or is it you speaking through me? And I felt the green light. You can feel a green light. You don't just see it. You can feel it the Lord wanted me to say that He's wanting to take this church to a level you've never been to before. That's not an insult, that's a compliment. God counts you worthy enough to go to that strange place where only a few trod, a place of tremendous victory and power and peace and stability. When others around you that call themselves Christians uh, are losing heart and falling to pieces uh, and they're fragile and they're vulnerable and and they're weak, uh, you can be a part uh, of that group uh, that accepts the challenge uh, and say, God, I'm going to give more of myself to you in prayer, in supplication, in faith, in expectation, and take me to that realm, that dimension where I can really be strong. In fact, stronger than I've ever been. Let's lift our hands and give him praise. How many is ready to see some things you haven't seen? I'm talking about deep places. Places of wonder and amazement. Places of anointing. Places of revelation. It happened to Paul. I'm almost through. Paul was no stranger to the strange. Six recorded visions that Paul experienced, but something happened on one of those visions that literally went beyond all the others. All the others paled in comparison to this one high-water mark, red-letter day in his life. I'm talking about when he was called up into the third heaven, and what he saw was so strange, it was unspeakable. It was inexpressible. Things no one is permitted to talk about, to tell. What he heard was a language unlike anything on earth. Things that were strange to him. He was taken to a place he had never been to before. A height and a level that he had never ascended to before. Is there anybody that wants to go? I'm talking about deeper depths and higher heights in God. was strange to him in that place that he was taken to that he had never been to before he heard things that he had never heard before it was different it was strange something unknown to him it was new but it was powerful and it reminds me of david david the shepherd boy king of israel he marveled at god's care and protection for him In Psalms 139, he says, you have surrounded me. Your hand is upon me. I don't understand it. You go over and beyond making sure that I am taken care of. Such things, such knowledge is too wonderful for me. I cannot understand it. He said, I cannot attain it. How that you can care and love someone like me. When I consider the moon, the stars. When I consider all of this. What is man? When I I look at your beautiful handiwork, your creation, I I just just have to get by myself and and I have to be transparent and honest. David is saying, I don't know. What is there about puny mankind? What is it about this human race that is so flawed and so indifferent and so self-centered? What is it about man that you are mindful? Why are your thoughts constantly on me? Can I tell you, we have not begun to really grasp the love of God that he has for us. Lift your voices right now and give him praise and say, God, as a result of your love and care, I think I can make it. I think I can grow. I think I can become all that you want me to be. And I want to. Reciprocate that love. You love me. I want to show my love in return. Musicians, if you'll come and begin to play. Here's what Jeremiah said. The Lord said to him, I love you with an everlasting love. It's unconditional. It's uncompromising. God said, I love you. It's often been said his promises don't have expiration. I don't believe his love has expiration dates. It's strange, isn't it? Because human nature is to love people that love you in return. To respect people that respect you. But while we were yet sinners, he died for us. For God so loved the world, he loves the world. Amen? We need that undeniable those moments that's difficult to explain. How many has ever had a personal encounter? And I'm, I'm talking about Holy Ghost. Real people, and you pray, and you have devotion, but, but there are those moments that you can't really explain how, that just suddenly and, and instantly and swiftly you're made aware. My God hair on the back of my neck is st- I feel the brush of angels wings I'm hearing something I'm seeing something. I'm feeling something in the God is revealing himself to me and you can't really 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 comprehend it nothing like it can I tell you tonight we need more spirit and less flesh nothing has changed since Jesus said the spirit is indeed willing But the flesh is weak. But we can win the victory over the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Amen. We have seen strange things. Amen. No, I call it supernatural. I call it the hand of God. Can you say amen? There's a lady that came up for prayer this morning. She was back up for prayer tonight. I'm looking for her. There she is. Precious little sister right there in the white. God began to talk to me today. This morning and tonight as you was being prayed for. He said, my handmaiden needs a tremendous touch in her body. Amen. That That's not to cast gloom and doom. And I felt the Lord say it. I'm going to. I'm gonna lift her up. I'm gonna strengthen her, because she's she's battling things in her body. Age, hello. But some are a little older, and with it comes more and more health issues that seem to be compounding and, and weaker and losing energy and stamina and strength and, and, and sicknesses trying to work overtime. But in the name of Jesus, a strange thing is about to. You you want me to tell you a strange thing? Caleb. He said, 45 years ago. Oh, you think that I'm way out there? Let me. We're going to be hard pressed to match what's in here. Philip baptizes the eunuch, and the next moment he's translated 30 miles away, Ashdod. Translated. Well, that was then. I'm not praying to be translated. But if I was going to pray it after the service, take me home, God, for a little while, and then bring me back. But I'm not going to pray that. I'm not going to pray a silly prayer but but God can, but, but the point is it happened unto them for our examples to, to speak to us to increase our faith to let us know that the life that we're living and the challenges and the struggles that God knows where we are and he, it can, he can do anything his hands not short his ears are not heavy and Caleb said because of an unbelieving bunch of folks they cost me in my inheritance. I should have entered in 45 years ago. God promised me that mountain then. And he hasn't changed it. Here's what he said. I think if he would have been wrong, Joshua would have corrected. Him. He said, I am just as strong now. I am just as able now as I was then. You say, well, he's talking about the will of God and, and God's plan. I, I think it's more than that. What Something... Supernatural it happened to that man. It was a phenomenon, if you will, because somebody 85 doesn't feel like 40. Hello? Somebody as old as Brother Troy. Somebody 63 doesn't feel like 43. The only exception, and I think it's strange, limber. He moves all over the place more than anywhere else. He can be part of him going this way, the other part this way. Hello? He'll probably outlive us all. Hello? Hello? And if he does, it's none of our business. Isn't that right, Simon Peter? You don't worry about John if he lives and never dies. You just take care of your business. You just take the bull by the horns and you do what God's called you to do. For him to say, I'm just as strong now, I'm just as able, lets me know that God can release an uncommon strength Stamina, energy, and health to people who ordinarily, natural law takes its course. And God can say, you know what? I'll give him 10 more years. I'll give him 5 more years. I'll give him 20 more years. Amen? If you believe that, stand to your feet. Strange things. And see, it comes into play. We have not because we ask not. There's things that I ask God about and far that I'm not going to divulge. It's nobody else's business. Hello? Any of you ever pray for yourself? All the time. Pray for us, but we pray for ourselves. Amen. I, I, I'm not going to pray, God, I wish this old noggin up here wasn't so big. And I read that a man's ears and nose never stops growing. Some of us are in trouble. Hello, I got news for you. It ain't going to get no better. If you don't like the way you look now, you better enjoy it. Because you're as good as you're ever going to look. Hello, it's the truth. Amen. Somebody says, I don't think about that kind of stuff. Liar, liar, pants on fire. Amen. You'll never be as young as you are right now. Amen. Amen. But I'm here to tell you, no, I don't believe you're going to wake up in the morning and God's going to roll the years back, and you're uh, going—if you're 60 years old, you're going to wake up 30. Ain't going to work that way. But God can do an invisible work in your body, and the heart attack that you were getting ready to have. God says, "I don't think so. I'm going to open those arteries." going to do the surgery and they're going to live longer not less oh hallelujah I done got way out there it's strange that's what I'm preaching really I'm ready I'm ready some of you living with a bad report doctor's report having to just deal with sicknesses Cancer, some remission, it comes back, remi- uh, back and forth. But God can say, "I'm gonna nip it, and it won't return." Is there anybody ready to step into that dimension, into that vein that says, "God, here I am. Here I am." I read, I read where where Joshua was running out of time to fight the battle, and God. Paul's time to stand still and it says that he never had before or since has he hearkened to the voice of a man like he did that day and God says since I'm who I am I can just make up some new stuff I can do something I've never done before and will never do again but I can do it how do you know God won't do something for you that you need him to do. Well, I've never heard of anything like that happen in my family. It ain't, I ain't never been blessed like that. God don't answer that kind of prayer for me. Why don't you come around this altar tonight and start glorifying God like those people that day. And say, you know what? I'm glorifying God. For them it was strange. But for me, I've got an understanding that it is the supernatural hand of God at work. Why don't you turn to somebody? Why don't you say, I'm praying right now and asking God to release the blessings on you. When I say blessings, I'm not just talking finances. It's on the list, I know, but at the top of the list, He wants us to conform to His image, to be transformed. Amen? To grow. To put on the Lord Jesus Christ. To be not conformed to this world, but to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. How many believe He can heal? I'm not even looking. Who needs a healing in your body? Lift your hands. I wish somebody would just take it upon themselves to say they, they haven't asked me, but but I'm just gonna take them by the hand and pray with them right now. And I believe that God is gonna honor the prayer of faith. Come on, find you somebody right now. There are some people dealing with protractive, ongoing issues, health issues. But God is saying, I can take the sickness, I can take the disease. I can take the inflammation, I can take the pleurisy, the infection, and I can remove it. And you can step into a season of health and strength that you will be able to walk in for a long time. That's what I'm preaching. It may even sound way out there to some Pentecostals, but I'm going to stick with the book. I'm going to give God a chance to do what he said he would do. Sing it. Sing it. In Jesus' name, I'm ready for the supernatural among us. In the name of Jesus, do the work. Jesus' name. Lord, we
2: want you. Yes. No one else will do.
1: It's time for the manifestation.
2: Place. Hear our cry. Things. Lord, we want you. things that's no above me,
1: out of my depth. In
2: this place.
1: Things that when it happens,
2: no man will be able to glory,
1: no person will be able to take the credit. You say it was the Lord, reach for it,
2: it hurts, embrace it. this Miracle Miracle
1: world. World. Go back there and lay hands on Brother Ford. There's a special touch God's about to release to you. Come on, let's believe it. God!
2: Touching our soul and body. Yes, With Jesus, it will happen, With Jesus, it will happen in this place. With Jesus, it my will Jesus happen. Gonna happen, Jesus, it will happen, America's going to happen, Jesus, it will happen. With day. Jesus, with Jesus, there yeah, will happen, with it Jesus there will happen, it will yes, happen. with Jesus there will happen in this, will, with Jesus, with Jesus, with Jesus, with Jesus, there will happen, with Jesus there will happen in this, will, with Jesus, with Jesus, it will happen. With Jesus, it will happen. With Jesus, it will happen in this place. With Jesus, it will happen. With Jesus, it will happen. With Jesus, it will happen in this place. With Jesus, it will happen. With Jesus, it will happen. With Jesus, it will happen in this. When Jesus, it will happen, With Jesus, it will happen in this place, when Jesus, when, Jesus, when Jesus, it will happen, when Jesus, it will happen, when Jesus, it will happen in this place. Chains are broken, eyes are open, miracles are in this place, hearts are Miracles are in this place. Chains are broken. Eyes are open. Miracles are in this place. Hearts are mended. Grace extended. Miracles With Jesus, Jesus, it will happen. Like with Jesus, Jesus, it will happen With Jesus, Jesus, it will happen. it will happen. will happen in His place. With Jesus, it will happen. With cross- Jesus. Jesus, it will happen. Jesus. Jesus. Of Jesus. Of Jesus. With Jesus. Jesus. it will happen. When Jesus came, will happen. When Jesus came, will happen.
0: Great to be in the place where strange things can happen. You know what I really believe? One of the main keys, and even in all that he preached tonight, it's all about control. It's about control. The Ford that brought Lame man, once they tore the roof off, and once they sent him through the roof, he was out of their control. As they let him go and lowered down in, if you read it, the scripture says, according to their faith, their faith. the ones that tore the roof off, <laughs> watch the lunatic. The city, village tried to control him. They tried to bind him up. Try to chain him. They want to control. Your government's wanting control. Iniquities wanting control. One thing or another is trying to control everybody in this place. But it's really all about when you reach the point point, place of just saying, you know what? I'm fixing to let Jesus have the control. Sometimes God has to get us in a place that we can't control so he can get to control, so he can have the control. Strange things is going to happen when we don't try to manipulate and control it by manipulating controlling services, but let the Holy Ghost and the Word of God do it his way. Why did the lady get her healing when she touched the hem of his garment? It never happened before. Nobody had never done it before. It's control. When you and I really release it, here it is, God. It's in your hands. You know what? I believe Brother Matt and Sister Gina tonight are just going to release it in the hands of God. And God's got a process. I believe he's going to bless both of them to endure the journey. And let the process come out on the other side. Because we're going to let him have the control. <laughs> Watch it. The lunatic was the most unlikable candidate and probably the only candidate. A man that should have been the one that says, I'm not fixing to come to Jesus. Jesus. My life's a mess. I'm bound by demons. I'm bound by powers. It's beyond me. But he just came running to Jesus and said, here, you can have the controls. Because the other ones that wanted control wanted Jesus to leave. You got to go because we can't control you. We couldn't control the lunatic, but we can't control you either. So you got to go. Come on, I've talked to you a little bit. We like to manipulate. We like to control it. If we got the handles of it. reason some people won't ride horses because they have a different mind than you got. Come on. All right, I'm going to leave it alone. I feel I'm digging. I, I, but I am. I'm digging. But There's some of your, your root system digging further in. Huh. But when we really let God have the control. Sister Laney, when we start letting God have a control, we don't get near as nervous, do we? We don't get all out of. The same thing happened to her, and you heard me tell this, and she don't mind me telling it. Three or four months ago, she liable to have had a nervous breakdown if the same thing happened to her a week ago. But you know what? Look at this. Through the whole ordeal, amen. Through the time of texting and everything else. And Lane's fine. She's fine. We're all fine. All the children's fine. Everybody's doing great we just trust in God. Because you know what? Something I believe God allows something come to come our way. So we can't. Thank God for COVID. Oh, I know some of you don't like it. But thank God for COVID. We needed it. Yeah. Thank God. Amen. That these the things are happening. Because this is what's going to help adjust us. Get us in a place that we can't have the control. But we know the one that can. Yeah. Got to trust him. Got to let him all dilemmas and situations, God, this is in your hand. I'm going to trust you and you're going to work it out. Amen. God bless you. You can be seated. Birthdays. We'll take care of our birthdays. I'm sorry. What a message. You ready to listen to it. I want, I want the Lord to have the control of my life. How about you? Even when it feels like I'm going through valleys and darkness and all kind of trials and I still want him. I still want him to have the control, having to, to say so. Amen in my life. Praise God. Birthdays. This anymore, Have we? <laughs> All right. Well, let's sing "Happy Birthday" to him.
1: Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, to you. Happy birthday.
0: Give them a good hand tonight. Praise God. Amen. No anniversaries as far as I know. Okay. Well, let's stand and ask the Lord to bless the fellowship and food. Thank you again tonight. God bless you. Appreciate you. Don't forget service tomorrow night. Not Wednesday night, but tomorrow night we're having service. And uh, looking forward to that. Come and invite somebody. Man, maybe others got other places, but maybe you can invite them for tomorrow night. Come back and be with us and see a move of God and a move of the Holy Ghost in this place. Okay? Lord, we love you and appreciate you. We're so thankful for your love, your grace, your kindness and mercy. The touch of God that's been in this house. The miraculous hand of God. Strange things happen by your touch and because you're in the house. Because we allow you, God, to be a part of it and be involved in our hearts, our minds and our spirit. God, we ask you to bless the fellowship, bless the food, bless the hands that have prepared it as we receive it in Jesus name. God bless you tonight.